Assalamualaikum and welcome to another episode of Checkpoint Coffee. It's Moonis this time and we'll be doing this one in English. That being said, today we're going to be talking to a very prominent figure in the local esports scene, specifically in the Rocket League scene. We're going to be talking to Yogurt from the recent championship winners of Dirago Supersonic by Glitch Gaming, the team Juice Juice. So Yogurt is one of the members of Juice Juice and we're going to be talking to him a little bit about the team itself, the tournament and Rocket League. So without any further ado, let's just jump right in. Yogurt, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Yep, uh, it's really good to have you here and I got to say first of all, congratulations on the victory of um the tournament, Inge. You guys um beat the Baguettes, which were another top Maldivian team in the finals and you have now won. So congratulations. Uh, thank you very much and uh, very pleased to be here as well on the podcast. Uh much appreciated. So let me just get things started, right? So let's talk about the team Juice Juice, right? The first thing I got to ask you is the name. Where did the name come from? Cuz it's really funny to say and I really like it, but it's always got me like thinking why why did they name it that, you know? So um well, to be fair, um initially uh the way I came up with my name was very similar to how we came up with Juice Juice. The thing was it's based on one of my favorite foods. So mm. it's very simple. What happened nice. was um the tournament deadline was coming up. So right. we had to apply as soon as possible. I think it was about 2 days left. Ooh. And I couldn't figure out like what to name it and at that time our club name in Rocket League it mm. had just been named Juice Juice just because we had an inside joke regarding just orange juice in general. Okay. And so because of that we just decided to go with that exact name and didn't bother changing it. I think it works, you know, simplicity itself. Like um I think a lot of the announcers of the tournament as well got a lot of fun out of the name <laughs> Juice Juice, you know. <laughs> um so another question I want to ask you guys is um how did you guys get to be a team, you know? So how did you guys meet in Rocket League and decide to play together and yeah, so let's start with that and then we can talk about how long you've been playing together. Yeah. Um so for this tournament specifically we um we decided to form a team together so it was our first time uh the tournament there was a tournament held before this mm-hmm. and in that uh me and our second teammate Humus mm-hmm. um we actually had another teammate and we played against uh Raf's team in the final and Raf is our third member currently right yeah and at that time yeah. i think Raf was also one of the top players in Maldives Um, unfortunately we had already uh confirmed our third player so we couldn't get Raf but for right. this tournament uh we mm-hmm. decided that Raf would be probably a good spot for us and he blends well in how passive me and Humus's playstyle are and he's very aggressive. Oh yeah, I can he's... definitely attest to that. I watched a lot of his games and he's extremely aggressive in a really interesting way. Always a joy to watch him play. Yes, I I agree, I agree. And so we just we just uh hit him up on discord and tried to try had a few test runs with him and decided that we would we would um, go ahead and make a team so you're telling me that you went and basically swept this tournament while still being a new team like how much um like practice did you manage to get in uh yeah so i guess it's better to go into the history of how me and raf first met i think i think that's better if that's fine with you go ahead uh, 
Um, so me, I was in Gasoline before. That's called Gasoline mm-hmm. School, and right. Raph yeah. was about uh, six, four to uh, five years uh, younger than me. He was about five grades below. So we almost had no communication because obviously he's that small, right? But mm. um, a few years down the line, one of my friends in Gasoline actually texted me and said, "There's a really good Rocket League player, and you have to try playing against him." And once, and that's how I initially met Rob. So we've been playing together for about three years now, on and off, just randomly meeting each other and also playing with each other. So and it's so, not just consistently in a team. It's just that you've been facing each other, maybe even getting on one side sometimes, friendlies, basically. Yep. And with Humas, I introduced uh, him to the game at my house initially. I think in 2017, 2016, around then, and then we've been playing together since then as well. And Humas again is another one of the really notable players from your team. So it's really wonderful to see all of you guys play together. You play together very well. It's kind of amazing to think that these guys basically started from nothing and just worked their way up here. Fantastic play so far in the tournament, and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Um, let's talk a little bit about um the tournament itself, right? So you said that there were uh, you managed to be like the late registration, right? Were you at all nervous going into the tournament? Um, yeah, uh, like I said, we didn't have a lot of practice together, so that was one thing we had to get that done at least a week or two before the tournament as well. And um, we knew a lot of the teams that were participating, including Storm, including the Baguettes, who have even beat like uh, some of our teams or teams we've played in before as well. Hmm. So we were we were sure that we would have a huge challenge ahead of us, especially since they were so good and about the same ranks as us, even in uh, the game itself. Right. So right. in that sense, we were pretty nervous. Yeah. So despite your nerves, you did go in, and in the group stage, I think you guys performed pretty well. I think that um, up until the very end, you haven't actually lost a single match, even though you might lose a game or two here and there. So, like, when the tournament started, did this nervousness kind of change? Because, I mean, let's face it, you guys were cleaning up quite uh, in a period to be quite easily. So, how did how did your mentality um, change while you were going through the tournament, at least in the group stage? I think, yeah, I think for sure our nerves went away pretty quickly. I think once we started to find our groove with every match we played and all the practice matches that we played off the uh, main stage as well uh, really helped us uh, gain confidence and mm. um, by the time we made it to knockouts um, it was pretty good um, our our practice partners were actually Storm oh really? Uh, yeah. yes that's awesome and so really hats off to Storm especially their captain Ian he always arranged it for us it was very very uh, a good help, especially to our confidence and to develop our playstyle because we practice uh, against them. So, um, when you met Storm in the tournament, how did that affect your like playstyle or your mentality? That must have been kind of like a student meets the master kind of situation, huh? Uh, yeah, Storm always looked like the better team in the sense that they had a way better synergy because I mm. believe they've been playing together for a very, very long time. I think they're probably the longest standing roster in all the teams that participated in the tournament. Their passing plays are yeah, very, very, very amazing play overall, individual skill as well. And even though our practice matches were close, we always felt like they were the better team. So going mm. into it, we were always very nervous. So um, just for the people who are listening who 
may not have um, known how things turned out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how the match went for you guys? Yeah, um, it started off. It was so it was a best of five. It started off with uh, yep. us losing the first match out of the uh, four that we would eventually end up playing. Um, I think we we played super well. Probably the best we played was the match against Storm, honestly, and that being mm. the first match, even though we lost it. I think we played super aggressive, which was very unlike us. But we really liked the momentum, so we kept up that playstyle, and we just kept hyping each other up and calling out or communicating very effectively to try catch them off guard and keep up the pressure. And I think developing a strategy after practicing against them so much is what eventually led to the win. And what a win it was! You guys basically just kept winning after that. Did not let them take a single game more, and you just kind of <laughs> took the whole thing. So that's pretty impressive. Um, now we've talked a little bit about how you train with this team. So let's talk about some of the other teams. Um, when I'm, I'm sure you would have seen some of the play in the tourney, right? Were there any other teams that you found in, that used interesting strategies that you kind of incorporated, or was it always your own thing that you kind of um, put out there? I think Baggett's had a pretty similar style because they were very aggressive, and so did Capelot. Capelot seemed to have a mixture of like keeping one player on defense and two to um, press the opposing defense, which was which was extremely effective against some teams that gave them so much space. Hmm. So for sure, um, I think most of us all got our strategies or all had developed our mindset of play just watching like professional rocket league matches that were that are streamed live right like international tournaments right yeah so that that's what we all tend to follow and eventually develop when it comes to international players right um are there any teams or players that you find to be your personal inspirations or even juice juice as a team not just yogurt as a player um i think uh Individually, we have very different teams that we all support and different players. Mm. We all have very different playstyles as well. Like Karaf, for example, uh, plays a lot of ones, so I'm pretty sure he might like some ones plays. Although I haven't had a chat about him about that. Um, for for me specifically, I I really like uh, I really like the Yukio, who's a Rocket League player as well, mm. and uh, Humas also supports a lot of teams like um, NRG. I think, and also um, usually uh, Humas also someone who really loves the underdogs to see them thrive, and I, I think uh, that's something about him that's pretty cool as well, since he felt like we were the underdogs at times too. My goodness, um, that's kind of funny to hear from for some from the perspective of somebody who was watching the tourney, because it seemed like you guys were dominating at every step. But it's still interesting to hear. And just so any listener is not um, too lost, the Baguettes is the runner-up team of Diraga Supersonic, and uh, Capalot I think was the third place team. And um, Capalot also no- noteworthy for being a really young team. So perhaps we'll look into seeing what they're about one day. But for now, let's continue talking about uh, Juice Juice. So now that you guys have won this tournament, and let's be honest, it was uh, you won it with style. Let's put it that way. You know, like I don't think that there was any point that you felt seriously threatened. But let me ask you that: Was there any point that you really felt like your team was seriously threatened? That you guys were in like a lot of pressure? What was the hardest moment throughout the whole experience? Uh, yeah, I think we were really off our game in the match against Thirteen, which was our first knockout match. Hmm. And uh, their playstyle was uh, even more aggressive than ours. It was very different and very <clears throat> haphazard. We weren't used to it at all. 
Right. And so they committed a lot of players on attack and we weren't ready for that kind of pressure because it was always us who was trying to exert pressure on the enemy team. So mm. it's very hard for us to adapt to that and that put us uh, on edge. But Storm, I still believe was the hardest team we faced. I know it may have looked like a sweep and a uh, uh, sweep as in after the first game, but um, I, I think it was still difficult to play against them because they had they always have so much pace and their defense is just like a brick wall. It's, it's crazy. Plus, you guys did play together, so I suppose they would know you pretty well, right? So yep. the ins and outs of your defense as well. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the future. So um, what do you see next for Juice Juice? Uh, are you guys going to be participating in more tournaments together? Or do you think that perhaps trying to go internationally might be something you would be interested in? Um, in terms of international Rocket League, there's not a lot of opportunities that would present itself like that, especially since Asia isn't considered a major region. For Rocket League. I'm pretty sure we got more population than all of those other regions. Like, come here, fight me. Anyway, continue, please. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think um, a, a lot of Maldivian players were at their peak at about 2018, 19, mm-hmm. 2017, 18, when we had a lot of tournaments going on uh, in the Asia region as well. Mm. And now that has kind of died down a bit. But to compete even within the Asia region against teams that are outside of Maldives is is a is a tall ask, especially uh, with the amount of hours that they put in, and to them it's it's much more of a dedication, a commitment than than it is for us since we're all like students and we have other things that we usually uh, put time aside for. Yeah, plus I guess even now esports in the Maldives is kind of in if, in its infancy, so people still don't take it as seriously as it should be taken, right? Yeah, true. I I think it'll take some time probably uh, as our our generation continues to get older, I think slowly esports will become more of a mainstream thing than it is now. Obviously, it's it's like you said in, in its infancy right now. It'll take some time. And hopefully, as the years go on, I believe that the esports scene in Maldives will develop for sure. And I just want to mention that there is a Rocket League tournament that's coming up, I think, on the 14th of May, that almost all the teams you saw in this tournament will probably participate as well. Oh man, that sounds exciting. I would love to see that one as well. Looking forward to that. So, um, I guess the next area that we can kind of focus a little bit on is Rocket League itself, right? And at this point, I guess it's a little too late to explain this, but like, if anybody doesn't know what Rocket League is, you can basically imagine it as a game that basically mixes remote control cars that explode with football, but also basketball. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting sport-like game. It's really fun, really exciting. You should definitely check it out. And it's free to play now, so you know, you have um, no real reason not to give it a try because it costs you nothing. But anyway, moving on from that, um, let's talk about Rocket League. You mentioned that 2018 was considered to be the peak of Rocket League in the Maldives. What makes you say that? Yeah, 2017, 2018, because I think we had so many players then. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the players, especially the ones you see in Storm and even Raf, Humus, even I, and a bunch of other players hit our peak rank, so which is the highest rank possible. A lot of us, uh, I think a few of us, me, Raf, hit uh, Grand Champion, which was the highest rank at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the players on Storm also hit Champion 3, which was the second highest rank. And I think um, as players, we were probably playing at our best at that time. But 
the incentive to play kind of died down after we didn't have that many tournaments so we didn't we didn't have anything to play for after we reached the highest rank so a lot of people started to leave the game or or just let it be and that's the reason why our skill level maybe fell i, I see yeah. So, I guess there was a little bit of a drought in terms of tournaments, but hey, we saw one just end recently and as, as you say, there's one coming up. And it sounds like Rocket League's kind of making a little bit of a comeback in the Maldives. Always very nice to see. I think that there are a lot of talented players here, yourself and your team included as well. So, let's talk about um, getting into Rocket League, right? Let's say that I am, or the hypothetical listener, is someone who doesn't know anything about it. Like, what would you say if somebody wants to give it a try? What's the easiest way to go about it? What's What are the things that they should expect or think about in terms of this game? Alright, I think the most important thing when you're getting into any game mm. um, is making sure that you're having fun. So, of course. one way to get into Rocket League would be obviously to play with your friends, especially since it's free to play. It's pretty easy to just have a go with all of your friends, see uh, if you like it, test the waters. I think if you look into uh, find out how, uh, strategies to play or find out how to improve yourself, there, there are a lot of uh, friendly content creators on YouTube that you can just search up. That sounds really awesome. You hear that, guys? If you ever want to give it a try, uh, please feel free to jump right in. You're going to love it. You can blow cars up. It's great. And it's like you, you get to score goals, too. It's, it's the best sport ever. Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess that's kind of all the stuff that I kind of wanted to talk to you about, Yogurt. Thank you so much for taking some time uh, to just talk to us about it. Uh, I really wish the best for you and your team going forward. All right, so uh, thanks for listening to yet another episode of Checkpoint Coffee. And maybe you kind of learned a little thing or two about Rocket League. Maybe you might want to give it a try. Or maybe you might want to check out some of these really interesting tournaments that are going on around the Maldives these days. Either way, it's all a lot to take in. So we'll leave you for now on that note. Thanks again.